I'm coach Raina Ale, and I've got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. T Nation, welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right, KT and I are searching all across the country. We're going into our communities and we're finding rising stars, super sensations, phenomenal coaches, and the many, many more who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams welcome to season four ladies and gentlemen we told y'all that the guest was gonna be bigger we told you the energy was gonna be bigger we told you we were gonna take this thing to a whole nother level and guess what we are headed out to the west coast throw your dubs up all the way in torrance california we got one of the rising coaches in the game right now bishop montgomery make some noise night nation for one of your very own coach raider coach how you doing today I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, other than a, other than some technical difficulties I'm going through, but you know we we gonna we gonna make it crack. We gonna make it happen today. Welcome to the show, Coach. We super excited about telling your story. And for all of y'all who are new to the show, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is the Mouth of the South, B. Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. I'm gonna put your L's up. Mr. Yeet is in the building and I'm riding alongside my brother from another mother, the other side of the logo, the quiet storm. Shh. The <laughs> nature boy, the head coach, KT. Kev, how you feeling today, man? New year, new guest, new vibe? Man, we're doing big things. How, how are we so blessed, man? We're just favorite this year, B. Jones. Thank God. And just thank God for all the wonderful guests we're getting, B. Jones. Wake up in the morning, feel bless. That's that Charlie word. I, I, I know I didn't see you singing it. I almost threw it out. B Jones, you know I'm going to try to match your energy, but I think you like took a shot of adrenaline or something, man. You you bringing it? So let's go. Let's turn up. Let's go. Nah, man. This is the show. It's the Sports Life Talk Nation. They do this to me every time the camera gets rolling. I get hype about these stories, and today. Ooh, y'all know what it means when I do that now. All right, coach. We got a tradition around this. We can't get the show started without going through the proper protocols. Well, you know how it is when you get in the car with the fellas. All right, you got to take that right hand, reach over your left shoulder, coach, grab that buckle, and strap down. Click, 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 go. We're about to turn up the noise. We're about to turn up the volume, y'all. We got a new tradition this year. We told y'all the year to mumble. 
So this is what we call the moment of truth. All right, coach. And this is our version of two truths in the lie. Coach is about to tell us uh, three statements. We don't know which one of these statements are going to be facts, and we don't know which ones are going to be fiction. Our jobs is through our research. Hopefully, KT and I both will make one guess, and we will both get the truth. All right. Here we go, coach. Give us your three statements. Three statements. Uh, I played volleyball. Um, I'm the youngest of five, and I'm a double major. Oh, I'm sorry. I am a. I have my major in communications. All right, KT. I'm first. I'm first. <laughs> I always go first, so I can always try to lose it for us. Go ahead. I, I know for a fact she's got a major in communication. She's a host of a. Of she does a lot of uh, media. She's uh, she's very polished in front of the camera. So I'm going to take that one off the boy, KT. Good luck with that second one. Volleyball and the youngest of five. You're a shy C dude. All right, Coach, how tall are you? How tall am I? Yeah, how tall? Oh, gosh. So she can still play volleyball. Be here at 5'8", because you know they got the outside hitters at 5'8". Okay, I'm going to go youngest of five. As a liar, the truth. That's the truth. We That's only do the truth. truth. We only do the truth. the truth. No, false. That is false. Oh, KT! KT, no! I'm the oldest of five. Oh, she is the oldest of five. God, Kevin, we wanted two on this game. We struggling to kick the yo. Well, it's because of me, because you always go first. You I saw that in my research. I had to take that one off the board. All right, y'all. Let's pay the bills real quick before we get to Coach's amazing story. We take her through the initiation for all y'all who are new to the show. We hope you're enjoying it so far. Welcome. We're going to have a great year around this, and it will be amazing if you were to stick around and hang out with your fellas over here and become a part of Sports Life Talk Nation. And if you're looking at yourself, you're asking, like, how can I? Become a part of Sports Life Talk Nation. It's real quick. You got three things. The podcast, Trinity. We need you to smash that subscribe button. We got over 500 episodes, and, and we're going to be the hardest worker show because we're going to drop another 180 shows in the year of the Mamba. Number two, hit that like button as many times as Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg will allow you to pop that joint so this show will just bubble all the way up to the top. And number three, last but not least, Sharing is caring. It's a new year, new vibe, new energy. Send this out to the first five people that you can think of. All right, Knights, y'all got to show us some love, Bishop Montgomery, and let's get the word out about this amazing coach y'all got so uh, so the world will be on notice. Plus, when y'all walk in that gym, they're going to be like, oh, there they go. There they go. There they go. All right, coach, is Bishop Montgomery going to rock with us? Yes, of course. All right, let's go. Ten toes down on the count of three. Let's do it like we true to it. One, two, three. Boo! Yeah, let's go. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. If you did any of those three, you're a family to us. Coach, what is your uh, what is your favorite emoji you use in these days? What's the, the what's the most emoji you using the most? The crying laughing face. All right. If you did any of those three, one out of the three, we want you to drop that crying laughing emoji down in the chat. And because uh, we want to recognize you and just tell you thank you. You're a part of our family. KT and I don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do family around there. Sports Life Talk. So welcome to the SLT family. Now, Coach Raina. Rain down on me. It is time, Coach. We got to take you through the Sports Life Talk initiation. Let's go, KT. Normally, I go 
volleyball, B. Jones, and I just second-guessed myself because the last guest. Okay. Coach, to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Okay. My top five music artists, one, Nipsey Hussle, two, Blast, uh, three, I'll go with, I'll go with Drake, four, um, Kehlani, I love Kehlani. Mm -hmm. um, dang, five, five. I guess I don't know all time. I'm not sure, but it's someone that I've been re listening to a lot recently, I guess. Um, Bino, <laughs> some, like uh, some LA rapper. <laughs> Have you heard of Bino before, B Jones? It's a it's a LA rapper thing. Um, I don't know. No, I am ignorant on Bino, man. But I'm going to jam him, though, after this show. Yeah, it's, I'm going to yeah, see what Bino's talking about. Yeah, Blast is one of my favorites, but he's been doing, um, he's released a few mixtapes with Bino. And I've just been listening to them a lot recently. But definitely, I'd say if we go top three, Nipsey, Blast, and Drake for sure. All right, Coach. So we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. But this is 2024, the year of the Mamba. So I'm not going to give you anything less than five. You don't, I don't know who Bino is. I'm pretty sure he's dope if you like him. So, B. Jones, what we're going to do. Uh-huh. I can't give her just 10. Okay. Okay. I don't really feel like 15 to do her justice either. Uh, okay. We're stretching it. All right. We are. I mean, it's a new year. We got we got that new money. Let's give her 18 for a top five. Hey, they kept, you ought to look at the look on Coach Face. Coach, like, he better keep going up. He better keep going up. All right, Coach, here we go. <laughs> That's a Louisiana 18 right there. Yeah, that, that was real 16. <laughs> All right, B. Jones, so if you listen to Bino and it's not what it is, it goes down to 16. All right? Wait, wait, wait. It, ain't, it ain't Childish Gambino now, right? You're not talking no. about child. Okay, it's a, it's another rapper named Bino. Okay. I'll right. send you some songs. I'll send you some songs after this. Okay. <laughs> we got to. We got to do that. Yeah. All right. So who is your favorite superhero and why? So I I don't know. I, I was thinking about that question. Um, but like my superhero in general has always been Jesus Christ. Um, I am a firm, you know, I grew up in a home where we um, are firm believers in Christ and, and God and um, you know, with, without all the success, like I would give it to him regardless. Um, and so I'd say like my superhero in general through the ups, through the downs has always been Jesus Christ. So Dang, he was a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Cause B. Jones, you know, normally I like to critique somebody's superhero. Yeah. But... I couldn't think of like, I couldn't think of like Superman, Spider-Man or anything. Like I couldn't think of anyone. I was just like, the God. day super, the day Superman can turn water into wine. <laughs> and and this this superhero got me back into coaching because I didn't think I was. So hey, we're gonna talk about that in a second, sure. coach. Okay. All right, so I asked you the superhero question because we consider every coach that comes on this show to be a superhero. So oh. with that said, coach, what would your theme song be? Oh gosh, theme song. I forgot about that question. Um I don't know. The first song that's cut, uh, that uh, came to my head was this last song called Forever Humble. Um, and it's essentially talking about how, where he started and where he is now and kind of still staying humble throughout the journey. Um, so that's just, I guess that's one of the songs that I would say. Yeah, but can um, you sing that for us? Because we don't know what that song is. Yeah, I ain't never heard of being humble. 
Forever humble. Uh, forever humble. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to think. We just got to see. <laughs> Kevin, she tried to process. She like, do I really want to embarrass <laughs> myself? <laughs> Forgetting the words and everything. Jeez, but no, you you good, coach. You don't really have to think. We just do that. Hey, we got to make the initiation difficult, coach. We got to we got to put you in the pressure a little bit. <laughs> Definitely. Um. I'll send that to you, too. I'll send that to you. All right. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Basketball has taught me um, just hard work um, and and everything that I do. Um, It takes me beyond, like, after my playing career is over. I've always been known as a player, like, that I work my butt off in anything, um, every practice, every game. Like, I'm always giving my best effort. Um, And I think with work ethic in general, that's just something that you can't teach someone. Um, And I have definitely worked hard in every single role that I've um, had to play from, like, my work career uh to my role now as a coach so hard work for sure all right so we know you could get some buckets you probably get some buckets right now so this is a year of the mamba so we're paying homage to uh kobe bryant if i gave you a would you rather with sneakers would you go with the og grinches or would you go with the reverse grinches i would go with the og grinches I wonder why everybody ain't going with the reverse Grinch. I love the reverse Grinches. I think they're both fire, but like, I like it's something about the. I just like standing out with with my yeah. shoes, and um, so that's definitely number one for sure. Is like the color, um, you know, and they're just the OGs, their original versions. So, yeah. yeah. What What about the Mama Citas and the uh, and the Bruce Lees? Any Any uh, of those stand out? Yeah, I, I mean, I have. Yeah, they do. They stand out, but um, I, I kind of like the colors. You know, like you just yeah. out. So Plus, you said, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I can get those reverse Grinches soon enough. Yeah, soon. All right, so B. Jones and I, we're going to produce a movie that's centered around you. The one thing that we're missing is a lead actress. Who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Oh gosh, a lead actress. Um. I don't um let me think that's a tough one uh you gonna get mad at me what I'm about to say no I, I mean can I call a friend can I phone a friend for help <laughs> I came up with mine I don't know her name but somebody out there watching y'all throw the name in the comments but Kevin do you remember we watched Euphoria yes, Euphoria. have you ever seen Euphoria on HBO coach yeah Zendaya not Zendaya. It's another young lady who was like the most popular girl in school. She's dating the head of the football team. Yeah, I know you're talking about. She a dope actor. She, I mean, she played that role to a T. Y'all put her name down there, but she was, uh, I think she was Hispanic-based, and she was just super fly. She was one of the main characters. She was like one of the mean girls. She was one of, at first, she was one of the mean girls. At first, she was... Yeah, until we got to know her, then we realized she was kind of vulnerable, hiding insecurities, yeah. and they, but they all, every one of them kids on that show. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm gonna tell you mine, B. Jones. Where you at, man? What's the, uh, what's it, Adrian? The 3LW. Uh, you know, I thought about it, but she got a little bit older. She got a little bit older, man. She don't, she... No one that's younger than me, I'm like, I'm sure, who are these young actor, uh, actors? I don't know. That's why I was gonna go with her. 
Yeah, she old. She, she, she still look young, B. Jones. <laughs> you know, right into the show. Like, I don't know who he think he is. No, but no, I, I got mine. I'm sticking with mine. Y'all put a name down in the comments so I can reach out to her and get her to play this role. I guarantee we can get the 3LW before we can get yours because she's hot right now with Euphoria. And you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. All right. So, Coach, this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask you during this initiation. Okay. B. Jones and I, we love to travel. And when we travel, we got to eat. Mm-hmm. So before one of your games, what's that one food spot you're going to recommend? And what's your go-to meal there? Food spot recommend. Okay. So I, I'm from Carson. So I, like Torrent, the Torrance area is where Bishop, you know, that's where the school and that's where I, um, we went to school, my sisters and I, um, but in Carson, if I was to stay and have a pregame meal and I was feeling a burger, I would go to this spot in Carson called Big Burger. Okay. It's a hole in the wall, family owned. It's been there for a while. Um, I, I normally wouldn't eat this before a game, but after for a win, yes. Um, but Big Burger, it's been there for a while. I usually get a turkey burger um, and it's a staple in Carson. It's very, very, it's, it's been around for years. So we have a lot of newer restaurants, but I like to go from where, uh, what I know when I grew up. So big burger in Carson is definitely a coach. Burger. You had me all sold until we started talking about Turkey burgers. Y'all on that West coast. Different. I like turkey burgers. <laughs> what they do really good burgers, I promise. My dad loves them. So we, hey, we, we got Turkey burgers down here too. It's, I'm going to tell you, it's those vegan burgers that I ate a vegan oh, burger. I was like, man, yeah, I don't, get out of here with that. But I, I, I can't wait. Burger has vegan burgers. To be honest, if I walk in there and ask for that, I think they'll laugh or something. <laughs> I, I'm getting that. I'm getting that barbecue bacon one. KT. Well, I'm gonna keep baking burger, man. I, I can eat the turkey burger, man. That's why I'm, I'm getting that ground beef. Give me the 80 20. <laughs> well, I hope it's a hospital close too because you're eating all that stuff. All right, so get ready to shoot the breeze with a true champion of the hardwood. Our next guest has not only perfected the art of the crossover, but she has also mastered the science of turning a group of players into a well oiled ba- basketball machine. So grab your virtual tickets courtside as we welcome the extraordinary head coach. Raina Ale for a slam dunk discussion on our podcast stage. All right, let's go to work. Welcome to the show, Coach Raina. We got to come up with you. What, what is what was your, five uh, five siblings in one household? I know you got a nickname, Coach. What's your nickname? We can call you Coach uh, A. So I mean, my nickname at home is Ray. You can call me Ray. All right, Coach Ray. We're going we to call you Coach Ray. With, with, with Mama Duke's permission, we're going to call you Coach Ray. All right, Coach, we got to tell them your story your way. So let's take this thing back to the beginning. Let's go back to the hard streets of blacktop basketball in Carson, California, when you got your groove on and learned how to work that pill and became a maestro. Tell us your basketball story and what made you fall in love with this game. Okay, so I started playing basketball when I was seven years old. Um, in Carson, there is there's about I want to say like eight or nine parks, and so um, there's a park league that happens around this time. Um, and my dad signed me up when I was seven years old to play for a park. It's Veterans Park in Carson. So um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was literally brand new to sports and he was my first coach. Um, I was absolutely terrible. Um, my dad, like me, I had to come off the bench. Like I was so bad. My dad <laughs> was just like, this is maybe this is sport isn't for her. But um, 
I loved it. Like whenever I would get on the court, I would, I loved it so much just competing. I'm playing against my cousins at, my cousins played at other parks and I just always wanted to play against them. And even though they were so much better than me, like it was just that sense of competition and, that I loved. And even my dad would say like, yeah, you're really not as good as your cousins just yet, but keep working, you know, and he was pretty honest. So even though I was like pretty bad when I started, I just wanted to go and work out every single day. Like I told my dad, like even after practice, we would walk to Carson Park, which is where he grew up, um, and just like dribble outside, go dribble to school with my left hand. Like I just was so obsessed with getting better for the next year. So the following year when I was eight, I played again at a different park. Um, my dad was a coach and I was so much better. And um, just the thought, the idea of like getting better and better and competing was something that I fell in love with at an early age. And so um, I have to definitely give credit to the Park and Recreation Department in Carson because that's where I started. Um, and yeah, that's how the love for the game started at the park. We might have to fast forward this thing because that theme of putting in that effort, that consistency of getting better and better and better, it it, it just keeps seems it seems to keep popping up in your storyline. And we, we're going to talk about that because that's almost like if I had to create a T-shirt, it, it would be Raina. <laughs> Yeah. Raina, Raina, Coach Raina, get better every day. All right, Coach, but you, you chose University of San Francisco. Now, I ain't from California, but I heard that Northern Californians and Southern Californians is like oil and vinegar. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really kick it like that. So what made you decide to go all the way from the dirty south all the way up to the north side? Man, honestly, the Bay versus LA definitely is, some, is a thing. Um, but honestly, it was my only Division One offer at the time. And I, uh, you know, being the oldest of five, I knew my only ticket to college to get it paid for was through basketball. And um, I was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship to play there. Um, and I was recruited by other schools, but it was more like D2s were partial scholarships. And I knew I needed to get my college paid for. Mm. And so when I went to visit the city, USF, um, it's in the heart of the city and I loved it. So, and it was far from home, but not too far. Uh, so I committed, uh, right before my senior year, I just, I really fell in love with the city and the team. And, um, again, it's, it was definitely my goal was to play in college. And so I don't put a financial burden on my family. And so that was why I, I chose USF. Now, being the oldest of five, you was kind of like the team captain around the house, right? I mean, you had to yeah. – do any of your siblings, do they play basketball or did any of them follow in your footsteps and go to college and play ball or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. So I have two younger sisters and then I have the youngest are my two younger brothers. Uh, so my sisters and I played together at Bishop, like senior year, Desiree and Kristen were on the team. We're all on varsity together. So that was really fun. Um, after high school, my youngest sister, Kristen played at Cal, uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Um, and she actually is my assistant coach back at Bishop now. So we're both back. Um, and then my two younger brothers, uh, they played football. Uh, my dad played football at the University of Oregon. So my brothers, as soon as they could walk, my dad like put a football in it. <laughs> he was just like, okay, I'm tired of these basketball girls. I'm, I'm ready for my boy to play football. So my brother Roman played at Sac State. And then my youngest brother Moses actually just finished his senior year um, at Lindenwood University in St. Louis. So when you said, I mean, like you, you, you paved the way for real. I mean, 
Like it's been nothing but success out of that household since uh since you came through that thing. All right, so um what made you decide to become a coach because you said it was only through your superhero jesus christo that you was able to uh to become a a head coach or become a coach in general we all know the ball stops dribbling one day but what 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 was your what was your, your story and what made you decide to go ahead and get into the coaching game yeah so i mean the the ball stopped bouncing for me when i wasn't ready and um, I, you know, whenever it comes to, you, I always kind of refer back to the plans that I have for myself versus the plans that God has for me. Um, and I really struggled with the fact that I stopped playing basketball because I wanted to play uh, until I couldn't anymore. And, you know, when the opportunity didn't come about to play overseas, um, you know, I moved back home. It's like, all right, (laughs) you got to get a job. And I'm like, a job? Like, what? I don't want you to get a job. Like, I'm a hooper. What? So, um, you know, it was really, I I struggled with it a lot, like really figuring out my purpose and finding like, what do I like outside of basketball? Um, I went into, I was fortunate enough to receive uh, a job to play, I'm sorry, to be on the coaching staff at Cal State Northridge, which is where I I met coach Christine Collins. But again, I was so basketball minded, I want to continue to play and I wasn't ready to just give it up or coach rather. So um you know after one season i left and i was just trying to kind of go back and forth with like different things i tried sales i tried marketing i tried social media i tried hosting again basketball wasn't and i was like something is still drawing me back to the game um and so fast forward to uh years later um i did coach at my high school as an assistant coach uh but again still trying to figure things out um but it wasn't until the pandemic um where i was like all right like life had to be still for a second. And um, I really had to pray about my purpose and figuring out like when the world stops, like what what is it that you wanna do with your life? And um, the opportunity to coach at St. Bernard High School, which is before I took Bishop Montgomery job, um, it opened up, I applied, um, I got it. And I fell in love with coaching immediately. Like, the, and it had everything to do with the team that I was coaching. Um, and so I think that's where it was after the pandemic when it's 2021, when I got that job, um, at St. Bernard's, when God kind of led me through that to understand that for me, basketball might stop for you playing, but it continues on for these kids. So how can you use what your skill to pass on to, um, the girls that you are mentoring and leading? And so, that definitely was how I came back because again, I was a hard head as a player. Um, I just wanted to hoop. I was a gym rat, didn't really care much about school, which is also something that kind of hurt me in the long run. So, um, you know, that's why I feel like God for sure put me in the position to, to lead and, um, you know, have my girls learn from my mistakes. So, I got to ask you if you had to define your style or, or, or let me let me let me frame this up a little bit differently. If you had to say a coach out there that you emulate or somebody that you look at and you say, hey, that's the kind of coach I want to be. Who, who would that be? And let me tell you why I'm asking this question, coach. Because I don't know a coach is supposed to be as dope as you. I mean, you out there with the with the hey, the, the concords, with the cool grays on. Yeah, I mean, you you sneaker fresh. You got on all the fresh gear, and surprisingly, you smiling this whole time. Now, listen, all of y'all that watch, coach smiling on this show. 
But go pull up a highlight when she coaching this. It's, it's a little different. It's different. But coach, you know, you got this articulation. You got this sound. It's just, it's not typical coach. One, it's not what I picture when I close my eyes and say, "Hey, I want this this high school coach to come, you know, to come and watch them on the sideline." You fly with it, coach. Where, where'd you get all of this from? Man, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. If you say, like, the coach that I love, I love Dawn Staley. I mean, I don't know her personally, but I love the fact, um, like, just kind of outsider's perspective and just, like, listening to what she says and also, like, um, her bond from what I see, again, like, with her players. Um, she's also very fly. I love how she dresses. Um, she's very comfortable. She's herself. Um, and you can see that she has a relationship with her players, right? Um, and and yet she's an, a successful coach. Um, what I love is when um, Asia Wilson was playing the finals, and she and Don Staley was courtside, and Asia did this crazy move, and the camera went directly to Don, and she was so hyped for Asia, like. That type of bond with your player, like she's not coaching Asia anymore. She's like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? But she's still on the sidelines there for her players. And like, that's why I love Dawn. Like I've heard that she's very intense and, um, and I think that's okay. I'm very intense as you said. Um, but you know, I feel like there's a way that you can kind of turn it on and off, um, with, with coaching. Um, and, and I'm taking that role with my high school girls. So yeah, I really like Dawn Staley. I haven't met her personally. Hope to meet her soon. So, so, Coach, I'm a, we about to we about to see Coach get intense for a minute. I'm I'm gonna hit I'm gonna push our buttons on this one, Coach. Tell us how you feel about missed free throws. <laughs> Coach was one of the top free throw shooters in her conference, ranked number three in school history. You don't miss free throws, Coach. Free throws. I was one hundred percent. Up until this Hawaii tournament, my senior year, 100% from the free throw line. Like, what? You don't miss free throws. It's all repetition. It's practice. So, yes, I don't like the fact that we miss free throws. That's free money. That can also determine the game. Like, you lose by two points, you miss seven free throws, whatever. We could have won that game off free throws. So, yes, free throws, miss free throws really irritate me. But my last coach, uh, my last question, coach, before we get to the uh, to the championship rounds is uh, this is the year to Mamba 2024. So we want you to give us one of your stories where you can recollect a moment. You know, what? I want to hear your coaching Mamba moment because I, I got a feeling you got some basketball Mamba moments where you was hooping. But I want to know as a coach, when did you black out? When did you just hit? that zone and you you pulled off something and you like you look back we, we you ate up a 12 point deficit i don't care y'all wanted in clutch or something give us that marble moment for you coach you know what's so crazy i i wouldn't say my mamba moment was in one game i would say my mamba moment came immediately after our my first season here at bishop montgomery and the reason why i say that is because my first season um as I got a lot of support, you know, being a new head coach and everything, but I also got a lot of hate and, you know, and, and I, you know, things were, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. And so my nature and why I love Kobe Bryant so much, I always remember this Sprite commercial where he had clip outs of all the negative things that people have said about him in the Sprite commercial. And he was just like working on. So that was one of my favorite commercials. And he's lifting weights around like the, the newspaper clips. And 
he's just working out at 5 a.m. whatever, getting better and better and better. And so how I took that Mamba mentality was I remember I peeped the people that were saying different things. Like I know what was said. And this offseason, I really like dove in and just thought of like, okay, revisited this year. What did I good? What did I bad? What do I need to improve on? So that was one thing. I restructured our whole program's mission and vision statement. I looked through our film, offense and defense, like how we need to work better. I restructured our practice plans. I've, I have had, you know, our coaching staff like did better with my, with, uh, you know, kind of giving some, uh, passing off some duties to them as well and being coming more of a close knit group. Um, and so I did all of that to work for this season. And so I would say that's my mom mentality. I could have definitely after that first year, even though we did good on paper, it didn't feel right to hear all the, the stuff and like the negativity within the first year. So instead of just like letting that, you know, bother me, and just, you know, go into the season where it's like, ugh, whatever, they're going to, people are going to talk. No, I worked hard. I did what I had to do to become a better coach, to apply. There's so much more that I have to learn, but I'm a lot better this year because of that. So I would say that's my mom mentality is taking this off season to really dive in and figure out how can I become a better coach for us this season. And, you know, we're off to a great start. So um, that's my mom, Mamba, I guess. Uh, mentality situation. So, well, I tell you what, y'all better not. Hey, y'all come at, come at me with that negative. I'm gonna go Kevin Durant on all y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna get my feelings. I'm gonna get my feelings on y'all. I'm clapping back. Kevin going to block me and you. All right, KT, you ready to go to work? All right, coach, it's that time of the show. We about to have some fun. <laughs> Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with KT and I. We do a little bit of one on one. You are now officially calling all the shots. A little bit of would you rather with Kobe Grinch versus versus reverse Grinch. But now we about to take it to a whole nother level, coach. We about to give you a series of complex solutions or uh, scenarios. Whichever one of those you select, that host will gain a point. The first host to get two points will win this episode's game. I think we probably, I don't know, this is week two of the year and Kevin is, I, I don't know, I think I've won one game so far in 2024. So, Coach, okay. hey, I'm wearing that black and gold. No, this is no, okay. Hey, okay. In my night, black and gold. All right, Coach, you ready to go? Kevin, you are the defending champion. Kick it off, man. Would you rather coach a player that needed guidance because no one gave them a chance? They make it to the Basketball Hall of Fame. And then their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without your love and guidance or I'm about to talk to the producers after the show. Or would you rather get the absolute coaching job of your dreams? Now, remember, there's no limitations. It could be high school, college or professional men's or women. But you get to get the job of your dreams and you will be successful and have a Hall of Fame caliber career. I would pick the first situation where I took, I took a player to uh, that needed some guidance and coached them through. Um, you know, my my job as a coach is to impact lives. Uh, that's where I'm here for to, to do through the game of basketball. And if I could help a kid reach their goal, if it is the Hall of Fame, if it is to play in college, if it is just to finish through high school and then start working, like I just want to impact their lives in a positive way. So that would be my choice. Well, let me call Don Staley and tell her we need to find another assistant coach. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
You had a correction. <laughs> All right, round two. Let's go. Would you rather host your own traveling food show, exploring delicious dishes from around the world for ESPNW, where you get to interview other college coaches and high school coaches and pick their brains while you get to eat at some of the best restaurants in the world, or... Or... I'm going to have Netflix show up on campus and we are going to film a two-year documentary on Bishop Montgomery. We're going to call it Day and Night. You got me? We're going to call it something like that. Nights of the Round Table. And we're basically going to tell the Bishop Montgomery story layup by layup, practice by practice, in the classroom, in the weight room. We're going to highlight these young ladies, build a brand, and tell everybody what makes Bishop Montgomery so amazing. I would take the show of Bishop Montgomery, <laughs> the Netflix documentary. Uh, our team our team is a bunch of characters. I think we would make good TV. Uh, they're, they're fine girls. The stuff that we that I go through as a coach of these girls, it's funny, but that's, I feel like they're made for TV. So definitely reality show on Netflix featuring the, the nights. Good days, better nights. Something like that. Oh, I, I like that title better. Good days, better night. Oh my goodness, we might just say, "Hey, hey y'all, bet that's my co Kevin copyright that. Get that, get that out tomorrow." I lost that round. I ain't. All right, coach, you put yourself in a little bit of predicament. Okay. It's time to go to round number three, and this time, round number three will be a tiebreaker, which means that the answer for this next round will win it all. All right, coach, but. Okay. It don't get easy because we don't talk no more. Both KT and I are super sneakerheads. You are super sneakerhead, which made this extremely difficult because for round three, we are going to pick, we picked the pair of shoes out of our collection and we got it right here on the side of us. So we're going to present these sneakers to you. And if any of y'all out there that were sneakerheads, come hang out with us Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I do a segment called The Drop. We go live. It's super fun. We talk a little bit of sneakers on Wednesday night during our live show. But, Coach, on the count of three, I'm going to get you to say, hold that sneaker. That's the sports life talk phrase whenever we get a new pair of sneakers. And uh, we're going to show you the heat we got. Now, remember, whichever one you select will win this show, Coach. So, Alright, here we go. Three, two, one. Hold that sneaker. Uh, uh, Bruh, I swear. I swear you can't give some people nothing. Oh my god, I have to pick one? Yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm dressed out in my Knights jersey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to go with the black and gold for, for, for nights. With yeah. the patent lover! With the patent lover! Yeah! We are back in the win column! And new champion! That's right! M-O-T-S! Mr. Montgomery, let's go! Ah, coach, I you know what? It was funny. I bought these because I'm a diehard Saints fan. And uh, as you can see, they didn't give me a reason to pull it out this year. But, hey, we're going to be clean when we show up to, to Torrance, California, KT. Ah. I don't think I'm going out, B. Jones. I ah. <laughs> All right, coach, let's get out of here. The title of the show, Sports Life Talks, you got next. We talked about the past from the from playing at the age of seven when you was trash to, to, to making that decision to become a coach. And now you are leading one of the most up-and-coming top 25 in the in the division in the state 
uh, for your caliber teams in Bishop Montgomery. But, Coach, the question we all want to know is, what's up next for Coach Rayner, LA? Man, what's up next? Uh, definitely got to get through this year. I'm hoping to make open division again um, and make some noise in the postseason. Um, and, you know, honestly, what's up next for me is getting my girls to play college or getting to the next level. So um, I plan on staying at Bishop for a while um, and and hopefully watching the girls grow to graduate. Um, and and that's, that's definitely what's up next to me. I'm staying put here. So. And now I just teased up. Everybody didn't know you was cold like that. We, we've been talking principles and free throw shoot, but they didn't know that Bishop Montgomery will bust your head on that basketball court. They know you had some dogs. Roo, 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 roo. <laughs> what, what can we expect when we see when we see these, these lady knights hit the court? What, what kind of basketball are we going to see? I mean, we play, we play fast-paced basketball. Uh, I have a great group of girls that love to run the floor. Uh, we're very feisty as a group and we're very intense. Um, and that's what I love. Our defense creates our offense. Uh, so it's, it's, we're, we're figuring that part out about our defense recently. And so, um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, all around, we're also a very, um, energetic and, uh, just fun group to be around. Um, I think I have a great group of girls that always, if somebody comes into our family, like we like to, to say that Bishop Montgomery is a sisterhood and this is a family too. So anybody who steps foot within our family, we always make sure that they feel welcome. Um, and yeah, so definitely fun basketball, um, but lots of fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> fundamentals. And then a little bit of flashiness too. So hey, I'm gonna tell you, it was one young lady, and I, I want her to say something in the comments so I can so I can give her a virtual high five. She was dribbling. She could have took the layup. And see, in Texas, they would have tried to take that layup, but she reached around the defender and threw the pass back, and the other girl caught it. I said, "Oh, them knights kind of clean with it. They kind of they kind of fresh with it." Yeah. All right, KT, let's get out of here, man. All right, coach, you got any shout outs you want to give? Uh, well, I want to shout out to my team, uh, my Bishop Montgomery girls basketball, not even just varsity, JV and freshmen, um, the whole program itself. Um, so I just want to shout out them for their hard work so far within season. Um, we're almost there. Uh, shout out my coaches, Coach Kristen and Coach Taylor for being by my side throughout the season. Um, and also Coach Co Christine Collins for, um, for just nominating me to be on the show um and for paying a pivotal role in my coaching career uh so yeah i, I like to shut them out all right so this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think you have next tell them hey i got a chance to rock with b jones and kt i told them my story won't you do the same thing with that said coach who you calling out who should have next so I would say Coach Kiani from Oaks Christian. Uh, Kiani and I played against each other um, at, uh, we were both WCC kids, so she was at Gonzaga and I was at USF. So she, her, definitely number one. Um, she's also, she's her sister is on our coaching staff, so I love the sisterhood. Um, I'd also uh, like to nominate uh, Destiny Melton. Um, she's entering her second year as a coach as well. Um, and Destiny and I met playing in the Women's Drew League and the T-Wear Drew League out in L.A. Um, and so, you know, her kind of joining, she's newer to coaching as I was at some point. So, um, you know, I think she would be a great, she's also another, she's a coach at Calabasas High School. So. All right, Coach Destiny and it's Coach Kalani, right? Say that the first name. Kiani. 
Coach Kiani, Coach Destiny, tell them y'all got next. Y'all are going to be in season four Sports Life Talk. You got next. Y'all are officially on the clock. We're going to be reaching out to y'all soon so we can get y'all on the microphone and hear y'all incredible stories with Coach Rainer. Ale, 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 <laughs> you got Next, you a trailblazer, coach. You are the truth. You are authentic. You are genuine. You are one of one. You are extraordinary and elite. You deserve a yeet. Oh, my goodness. 2024 is here. We are kicking butt and taking names, and that's not really what I wanted to say, but I got to keep it kid-friendly around <laughs> this joint because we trying to have Good days and better nights. Thank y'all for watching another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next. We appreciate the love, y'all. We're going to keep cranking these joints out. We're going to keep telling y'all amazing stories. It's your time to become the MVP. Do the fundamentals. Do the simple things. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And share this episode with your friends and family so we can get the word out about this amazing coach. And then lastly, lock in with your boys. Tap in with us on our social media at Sports Life Talk. We everywhere. KT's working hard. We drop social media content every single day. We guarantee you four to five episodes per week. So please lock in with us. And if you want to be on the show, if you're not coach, uh, well, Ke Keone, Kiani. Kiani, Coach Kiani and Coach Destiny got nominated. But if you want to be on the show and you got a story, go to our website, sltugotnext.com. It is right there on the screen. It is sltugotnext.com. Go to the nominate tab and tell us a little bit about yourself and why you think you got next. And we would love to reach out to you and give you an audition to be on the show. And then we got all of our You Got Next shows loaded up in podcast form so you can take You Got Next on the go, in the car, in the kitchen while you're cooking, in the gym while you're working out. You can hear the smooth, sultry sounds of the mouth of the South B. Jones and the velvet tones of the head coach. No matter where you are, so make sure y'all listen to us in the podcast form. And uh, I don't know, Kevin, I feel like I'm just super hyped. I won. I got a coach. She's super dope. I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now. But uh, KT, I'm going to let you get us up out of here, man. You on mute? Good, because you need her. All the stuff I was saying just No, I agree, B. Jones. She is super dope, and you know, I was feeling this show up until round three of the championship rounds. But I'm trying to get out my feelings, Coach. But thank you so much for rocking with us. Whatever you need from us, please let us know, and we got your back. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I appreciate you guys. Hey, Coach Ray. We're going to stay forever humble. Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big, ladies and gentlemen, because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next is a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity What's up next is you, at least you better be